Faith and Family Fellowship Podcast is a Christ-centered podcast established in 2019 and hosted weekly by Pastor Chris Busher, addressing a host of topics such as the Great Commission, Christian discipleship, and often featuring interviews with special guests who are experts in their field. The views and events expressed on this podcast and all related materials belong solely to their author and not necessarily to the author's employer, organization, committee, or other group or individual. While all attempts are made to present accurate information, some information may become outdated over time. Faith and Family Fellowship Podcast makes every attempt to timely update any and all such information. Without further delay, here's another powerful episode of Faith and Family Fellowship Podcast. Hey guys, Dallas here with another episode from Faith and Family Fellowship Podcast. Before we begin, I just want to thank you guys for listening to the podcast. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for our subscribers that we have out there. Our numbers are growing. It's amazing to see the statistics and see uh, just what has happened over the last 10 months or so since I've started working with the podcast. It's just been incredible. And so if you guys are new to this podcast, we have a lot of different topics that we talk about weekly, a lot of different guests that we have from all around the world with different Christian topics. And this is a really awesome podcast to be a part of. So you guys listening to this podcast, thank you so much. God bless. And I'm excited for what we have today. The last few weeks, I've been looking at the scripture and it's been highlighting to me of these stories of people who are so desperate for Jesus, the way that they become undignified in their lives, caring nothing at all of what the people thought about them, but pursuing for something greater, searching for their own miracle in their life. God answers prayers from a desperate heart. And from my testimony, you guys have heard before, that's why I'm here today. That's why I'm still alive is because God answered my prayers when I was at rock bottom on my knees crying out to him. And he answered my prayers from a desperate heart. I think a lie that we believe sometimes is that we have to clean ourselves off before we go to Jesus, but that's his job. He cleaned me up from my addiction and picked me up and dusted off my shoulders, put a ring on my finger, a robe on my back, and a crown on my head because I was royalty, because I was his son. And I didn't do anything to deserve it. That's the beautiful thing about grace is it's him and him alone. He's the one that died for my sins to give me a new life. And, and I accepted that free gift of salvation. And he really transformed my life, turned my life completely around. And so today I just want to give a short little encouragement about Matthew chapter 5, verse 6. It says, Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they shall be filled. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they shall be filled. I think sometimes we romanticize this hunger for Jesus. We romanticize this passion for Jesus that we have, and it sounds beautiful. We go to church, we lift up our hands, and we say things like, oh, I really feel the Spirit of God today. I really love the Lord. I'm really passionate for Jesus. But today, I just want to challenge you with what does real passion look like in our lives? What does real passion for Jesus look like? I think true passion for Jesus, true hunger is disruptive. It's not always a beautiful thing. Even though it sounds beautiful in this new life for Jesus, when I gave my life to Jesus, it was still difficult. It was still so hard, and, and this is not the prosperity gospel at all. Things are going to be difficult, but now we have a Savior in our life that who we can run to when things are tough and things are difficult. I talk about it all the time. God is my way maker in my life. And so this life serving Jesus, this true passion for Jesus can be disruptive. It can be painful. And as Jesus begins to infect us with a virus that after days, months, years of following him, it causes us to cut off things in our life that hinder our encounter with him. That's exactly what it looks like. He shines his light in the dark corners of our heart and we're infected by this hunger, infected by this passion for Jesus that we begin to cut off things that don't belong. 
I want to talk about Mark 10, 46. It's talking about the blind man named Bartimaeus. I love the story of Bartimaeus because he did not have his sight, but he had his voice. And as he heard that this man, Jesus, was coming to town, he was healing the sick, casting out demons, and doing all these crazy, miraculous things. He heard the stories, and this man, Jesus, was coming to town. He was not going to miss his opportunity to maybe see his healing happen, to see his sight come back into his life. And I love this because he continues to cry out, Son of David, Son of David, have mercy on me. And the people rebuked him, and they said, Shut up, who are you to call out to this man named Jesus of Nazareth? And he continues to cry out, Son of David, Son of David. And Jesus stops in his tracks. Could you imagine having the type of desperate hunger that stops Jesus in his own tracks? Jesus is not a respecter of persons. He didn't ask his name. He didn't ask his issue. But this is what happened. Whatever the deep cry, that deep cry that Bartimaeus was carrying called out to the deep spirit in Jesus. Jesus is like, whatever it is, whatever you need, anything is yours. Deep cries out to deep. He heard that deep cry in his spirit. Anything you want is yours. And that deep cry came at a cost. And Jesus became a blind man's servant in that time. He says, what can I do for you? And Bartimaeus responds, Lord, let me see. Let me see. Just imagine, we're in a time right now in our life where we can't see. This crisis time is putting us all at home. It's crazy. It's horrible for a lot of people, and we wish it was over at times. But what if we began to take this time where we can't see, and we still cry out to Jesus? We still cry out to Jesus. You know, Bartimaeus couldn't see. He couldn't see this future. He couldn't see his life around him. We can't see what's going to happen during this time, but we still have our voice. And so what if the church, what if the people of God began to cry out with such a desperate hunger, God, break off the blindness of the church, break off the blindness of the people and awaken a real spiritual hunger inside of us. Imagine if that's what we began to pray right now during this pandemic time. Imagine what it would look like after this is over. And so I just wanted to share that with you guys. Thank you so much. We're going to have our special guest, Eddie Johnson, today with Yo-Yo the Podcast. You're listening to the Faith and Family Fellowship Podcast. We'll be right back after this quick word from our sponsors. The Message for the Last Days by K.J. Sowes explains the history and progression of end-time prophecies found within and outside of the Bible. It reveals the original message compared to changes in culture over time, leading to our vastly different interpretations. The future is revealed through understanding the past. Check out the book and audiobook at www.kjsoze.com. That's kjsoze.com. Or search for the title on all popular online bookstores. Where is God when my suffering seems never ending? Can I really find joy in this fallen world? Author Randy Kay confronts these questions in his book, Dying to Meet Jesus, with stories of his near death experience while searching for the truth. Kay offers his testimony to show readers how God uses suffering and brokenness to build an intimate and indestructible relationship with him. The author of Love, by Dying to Meet Jesus today on all major book sites. Well, welcome back to another episode of Faith and Family Fellowship. Once again, my name is Dallas Montague, the co-host. And today we have a special guest, Eddie Johnson, the host of Yo-Yo the Podcast. And he's here with us today in the studio. How are you, Eddie? I'm great, Dallas. Thanks a lot for having me. I really appreciate this. Yeah, it's an absolute pleasure to have you today. And you're going to talk about your podcast. You're going to tell a little bit about your story. So if you could just take the next few minutes and just kind of tell us about you. Okay, great. I really, I, I have a background of, you know, kind of being in the church, 
My grandmother was my Sunday school teacher. So, you know, I had a lot, I have a lot of, I guess you could say church background. Mm -hmm. I grew up and my parents placed me into a Christian school. So, you know, just growing up, it was important for me to have that knowledge of Christ uh, at a young age, you know, because the Bible does say in Proverbs 22, 6, to train up a child in the way he should go. And when he grows old, he won't depart from it. So that has stuck with me, you know, kind of as I've gotten older, like, okay, I see what God was doing since I was a child. So uh, when I was about around like eight or nine, my aunt, um, my aunt went to Nyack College, which is a Christian college out in New York, in upstate New York. And I was with her one day, I think it was the summertime. So, you know, I was just hanging out with her and we come across um, an, an older gentleman and they start to talk to each other. And you know, I'm just a little kid, I'm doing my own thing, not paying attention. And uh, in mid-conversation, he stops and he looks at me and he looks back at my aunt and he says, you know, God is going to use this young man. Uh, he's going to be in business and he's going to travel. So, you know, later on that day, my aunt was like, do you know what just happened? And um, I'm like, no, not really. She's like, okay, well, you know, he basically prophesied over your life, you know, for what that was, you know, of what you were going to do as you get older and that you're going to do a lot of things for the Lord. So, oh. okay, that's cool. You know? Yeah. So again, you know, it's just like, again, I was young. I didn't really understand the severity of it. So um, as I got older, you know, I kind of lost my way a little bit, you know, kind of dipped back into some worldly things, but you know, some things happened and, you know, I know that was God getting my attention. One of them actually I had, um, so I played basketball in college and, uh, over the summertime, I would work out with some of my friends, and they they were normally you know, taking protein shakes. Mm. wasn't really doing it that much until I you know started working out with them, and so they knew they knew everything what to do you know in terms of protein shakes. So I'm taking them, and I wasn't drinking enough water with it, so I started to feel a little funny. And it's the summertime, and I start to get a, a, a fever after one of the workouts. So I'm like, this isn't right. Something's not right. You know, why am I getting a fever during the summertime? Something's just not right. So I told my parents, and I said, you know what? I think I need to go to the hospital because I'm just not feeling right. So I go and, um, you know, they take, a, they take a test and they say, you know what? It looks like you have a lot of blood on your kidneys. Wow. So I was, yeah, I was scared. So I'm like, man, is this like the beginning of the end for me? So, and how um, old were you, I, I, you were I, in, in high school? I was... I, I, that was, I think I was 19. So I was in, I was, I, I think I was going into my sophomore year in college, okay. something like that. Yeah. So, you know, I'm, I think I must have started praying, you know, then. And I'm like, God, like, you know, please just help me, you know? And so they took another test, came, and then I took an MRI, I think it was, and come back. And they're like, you know what? It's not blood. You just have a lot of protein on your kidneys. So they asked me what I was doing. And I told them, oh, yeah, I've been drinking protein shakes. They're like, were you drinking some water with? It? I'm like, no, not really. Oh, no. <laughs> and then, huh. yeah. Well, I guess that's and a better like, result, but still scary. Right, right, exactly, exactly. So they're like, yeah, you know, okay, you're gonna have to be admitted, you know, because we need to monitor you as we flush your kidneys out. So I was in the hospital for about four or five days, and my parents stayed a few nights with me. But you know, d during the day they had to go to work. So. I mean, I'm sure a lot of people don't really like hospitals, and I was in the, the room by myself, and I was just so uncomfortable. I'm like, man, this is—I just don't like being here. It just does I don't—it doesn't sit well with me being in here. So uh, the chaplain came in and asked if he could pay for me, and I said, yeah, yeah. After the fact, I'm like, okay, God, I think you know, 
I, I hear you. You're trying to get my attention. I need to change the way I'm living because, you know, you have things to do. You know, you, you have things to do through me. So um, I, uh, later on after college, I get a job, and I had a dream to have a, a, a watch company. So I started a watch company, and then um, the security guard, um, her name is Charmel, she said, just randomly came up to me and said, you know, God is going to use you. And then it dawned on me that that was the same thing that was prophesied almost 20 years earlier. So I'm like, wow, okay, now I see. And then um, later on, I actually left my job because I knew I felt like the Lord was calling me to leave the job to focus on my business. Mm -hmm. So I did that. And during that time, um, it was really like my downtime. I guess um, I guess in a way, I kind of describe it as, you know, that wilderness um, that wilderness period, kind of like how Jesus went to the wilderness and fasted for 40 days. And a bunch of other people, uh, great people in the Bible, you know, had that, you know, wilderness experience. And to me, it kind of seemed like that, that was that for me. I wasn't really around anyone. I was just in my house, you know, really trying to pray and meditate and, you know, hear what God wanted me to do. And, you know, I started to post some videos on my Instagram page my personal page and you know i would just whatever came to mind i would kind of speak on it and try to put the bible to it you know um kind of give that perspective you know what i thought about and then you know say what the kind of what the bible says about you know whatever whatever it was i was speaking on and um i I was like you know what i think i want to start a podcast so um, my cousin he's a podcaster he does his own thing and i told him he's like yeah you know we could probably do something you know a lifestyle podcast or something like that I'm like, okay, cool. He's like, yeah, just wait until, because I, I, I partnered up with these people, and I'm going to get mine on, my podcast on, and then after that, we can bring you in. I'm like, okay, cool. But then it seemed like, you know, God was just leading me to start the podcast right away. So I found, you know, my own um, hosting site and just went, you know, kind of did it like that. And then I'm like, okay, yeah. It makes sense now because I kind of am like the voice of reason for my friends. A lot of my friends tell me that. <laughs> so, um, you know, I guess they respect what I say. And I take that very seriously because, you know, if people respect what I say, then that means I have to be on point myself. I can't be a hypocrite saying one thing and doing the other. So it made me really, you know, kind of, you know, focus in on what, what I was doing. And I understood that, you know, God was using me to do this. So. Yeah, now here we are, and I have a podcast, and you know, I know God is really using me to do things, and it's been a it's been a great experience so far because um, I've gotten to get deeper into the Word and deepen my faith in my relationship with Christ, and you know, He's opened up the Word a lot more to me now because you know, He has my attention. Even though there's always improvement, you know, room for improvement, but you know, I really want to live for Christ and. and allow my life to be a vessel for his glory. So yeah, that's kind of my story. (laughs) Wow. Wow. Thanks for sharing your story with us. God reached out to you and kind of sent you some signs and he wanted your heart. And so you started this podcast. Mm -hmm. You gave us a little bit of backstory on that as well, but what's kind of been the overall journey so far in the podcasting world? It's been interesting. Um, it's, It's different for me because a lot of people know, a lot of my friends know and family that I'm kind of like, I, I I don't call it shy, but other people will call it shy. I call it reserved. <laughs> so I don't really talk too, too much unless it's something that I have knowledge on or that I'm passionate about. So it's just been interesting to see that people, again, like to hear what I have to say. 
one of my friends, Manny, he uh, reached out to me recently and said, you know, you, you have a lot of wisdom, you know, kind of above your age, you know, something like that, he said. And uh, it's just cool to, you know, hear that people like to listen to what I have to say. But most importantly for me, knowing that it's not me, it's Christ working through me. Mm-hmm. So I always, it's a good reminder, you know, to, it, it, it humbles me to know that, you know, God has given me this platform. And, um, you know, it's just, it's cool kind of getting to learn how podcasting works. And it's just a new avenue. So I, I enjoy it. I really do. It's pretty fun. Yeah. Even through this pandemic time, right? We can't go to church. Right. We can't go into the building. We are the church, of course. But this is right. a, a way yeah. that we can continue to do yeah. ministry from home, is what I'm finding out. So it's it's an awesome Yes, it, it really is. It's, it's, it's a, a lot it's of a great fun place to work. Like you said, we are the church. So, you know, we can't meet up in a building, but, you know, God for the internet, for podcasts, that we can really still, you know, have fellowship with one another, even from, from, from afar. So. And so what are some of the topics that you, you kind of bring to your podcast? Uh, so we do a lot. Um, it's myself, I'm the host, but I have, I've had my cousin uh, come on, my cousin Sam and um, my girlfriend, Michelle. Uh, but we talk about a lot of different things. So relationships, kind of our upbringings and backgrounds and how God can use someone from any background, uh, like the relationship business, um, some business talk in there. And I'm just whatever really comes to mind, whatever topic comes to mind. I like to be kind of free flowing, how like how we are right now. You know, it's just a conversation, mm-hmm. so it's really um, organic. It's really kind of free flowing, and you know, we just let the spirit lead us. We pray before every episode, you know, just so yeah. you know, the Holy Spirit is, is is really in the atmosphere, and we know that you know we're not talking about ourselves, but we're talking about Christ and and who He is and how amazing He is, you know, so. Those, those are the topics, really, yeah. Yeah. I like it, too. It's more free. It's spontaneous. We can just kind of go right. with the flow. I exactly. like it. Yeah, right, yeah. exactly. And what what do you think has been the biggest thing that God has taught you through this experience? Really to be bold. Um, you know, as a believer in Christ, you have to have that boldness. It's, and that's not to confuse boldness with arrogance, but have a boldness in knowing, you know, who Christ is and what he's done. And knowing that if you're going to speak about, you know, if you're going to speak about Christ, if you're going to speak about the word of God, that you have to be confident and comfortable with what you're saying. And you have to have the knowledge and understanding of of what you're saying, you know, in order to have that boldness, in order to really, you know, proclaim, you know, from the rooftops, per se, uh, of what it is that we're, you know, we profess, our faith that we profess. And it's really just taught me, you know, yeah, be bold when you're speaking and, you know, even though some people may not agree, you know, that's okay. You know, you, you just need to speak what is the truth, which is the word of God and, you know, let Christ do the rest, let the Holy Spirit do the rest. So. Mm-hmm. And do you do interviews or do you just kind of bring a message to your podcast? Um, I haven't done any interviews yet, but I do want to want to kind of do that just to kind of involve some, you know, some other perspectives and maybe some guests or, mm-hmm. you know, some of the audience, you know, just to kind of, give that uh, platform to others. Maybe they have something to say they don't really feel or know how to get it out there. And um, you know, I, I kind of want to do that. I, I, we do do a lot of kind of in-house stuff, but then I want to do some interviews uh, coming up. So, yeah. Yeah, that's really cool. And what do you think has been the most rewarding thing since hosting this podcast? The most rewarding thing would be people reaching out and saying, you know, that that episode really blessed me. You know, that was a really good one. That was you know, God speaking to me. So I think that's the most rewarding knowing, you know, that again, that kind of shows that God is using this platform and using me as a vessel 
to reach others for his glory. So just to hear people say that, you know, and I'm just like, you know what, it's not me, it's God, you know, I'm just trying to serve him, you know, by serving others. So that's, that's really the most rewarding part, just hearing people, uh, you know, give those good words. It's kind of, it's, it's, it's encouraging to me, you know, knowing that, okay, it's the platform is doing something, you know, even if we only reach one person, it's still amazing. Yeah. And like you said before, you were prophesied over saying that you're going to be used by God. And this is definitely a way that you're being used by God. And it's pure evidence when someone is like, hey, man, that really encouraged me. Right. So it's like full circle there. You can keep going with that energy. And, yeah, you know, that's really cool. It's the testimony. It is. It really it's is. Stuff. It's just so like, it's, it's, it's just great. You know, it really puts a smile on your face when you hear that. And then, like you yeah. said, you know, knowing that God is using me, you know, that it was prophesied long ago. So it's just like, wow, like, you know, God is really, you know, he keeps his word. You know, that's all he knows how to do is keep his word. So it's just special, you know, it really is. And you guys are on all streaming platforms. Is that correct? Yes, that is correct. Um, Apple Podcasts, all of those things. Yep. I'm going to put the link down in the in the bio for you guys to click on if you're interested. Uh, Yo-Yo, the podcast is what the name is. Uh, do you have anything else about the podcast that you'd just like to share with us? Uh, no. Um, you know, I, I try to, you know, support, you know, local brands also. Um, I, I, and where are you located at right now? We're in New Jersey. New Jersey. Okay. Do you have any other future topics that are coming out soon or anything that's cooking and you're like, man, I really need to share about this? Or how do you get inspired for each episode that you share? Uh, really? So I read, um, I read a, a few devotionals and I'll gain some kind of some topics from reading those, especially now during you know, these times. People have a lot of free time on their hands and they're at home you know, they're looking for things to do. So um, the, the, I'm actually recording an episode tonight. Um, we're going to talk about kind of how, how, how Jesus is our friend, you know, and how, you know, two is better than one. It's good to go through things with someone else and, you know, kind of to you know, shed some light on uh, when you do feel alone, you know, if you know Christ, you know that he's with you and he'll never leave you or forsake you. And he's with you in it. You know, you don't have to feel like that because you're not alone because he's with you. So, you know, really just, we're just going to talk about that, you know, especially in these times, you know, you may feel, especially cooped up in your house, for this moment. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, you know, you just know that Christ is with you and maybe that will encourage others to want to improve on their relationship with Christ or if they don't know Christ at all to, you know, start that relationship with Christ and just see how awesome it is. Yeah. And I like that you mentioned uh, during this time when we're cooped up in our house. So maybe what's a practical way for our listeners? Just what are you doing during this time to kind of stay sane and uh, stay faithful with the Lord and, and what he's called you to? Um, you know, there's a lot of different um, thoughts and emotions going on right now. So what I like to do is whatever emotion or thought that I'm going through at the, at the current time, I'll try to like search up on Google. You know, Google is a, is a great tool. <laughs> search up on Google, you know, scripture about this, scripture on being happy, on, on being content, on sadness, on whatever. And, you know, I'd be encouraged with the word. And then also, you know, I like to start some new reading plans on the Bible app. The Bible app is a great app. Mm-hmm. They have so many different plans on there and you can just go through it and, you know, really um, get to know the word more, get to know who God is, you know, get to know his character more. So I just think that, you know, these times are very important because, and we need to take advantage of them because, you know, this is our time. We have a lot of free time now. So we can get to read the Bible more and just understand who God is more, especially like I said, in these times, you know, you want to kind of understand some things. You want to, you know, have some hope. 
um, hope the hope comes from from Jesus Christ. The hope comes from the Word. So, uh, if I want to know what hope is and gain some hope, then yeah, that's the Bible is where I go to. And I've never asked this question before. <laughs> Do you know what your God said verse is? Like a verse that you kind of live by or kind of hold on to? Okay. Yeah, I do. Uh, it is trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understandings and all your ways acknowledge him and he will direct your path. So, mm-hmm. and then also Proverbs 16, verse 3, commit thy works to the Lord and thy thoughts shall be established. So all those, you know, those verses are really saying, you know, don't depend on yourself, depend on me. You know, God's saying depend on him and everything will be fine. You know, you don't need to worry about anything. You don't need to try to put your own understanding to things because a lot of things, you know, we don't really have full understanding of, but we can rest assured that, you know, when we give our thoughts and our, our lives to Christ and we commit our work to him and, you know, we're, we're, our work we're doing for him, for his glory, then everything will be fine. You know, you can have a peace uh, in your life when you do those things. And, you know, especially, again, in these times, peace is so crucial because there's so many uncertain things, but we can have a certainty knowing that God is in control and, you know, we can just, you know, be at peace and enjoy mm-hmm. and enjoy our lives. Yeah. And going through this crisis time, we can know that God is going to get us through it. He is our peace. He's our father. He's yeah. a good father. And we can, we can depend on him through this time. And Absolutely. Amen. Thank you so much, Eddie, for being a part of the podcast today. Is there anything else you would like to share with our listeners? Um, no, just uh, please uh, check out the website, yoyothepodcast.com. Uh, check out my Instagram page, at his underscore timing. Um, also, Yo Yo the podcast on Instagram, and yeah, I just hope you guys are blessed by it. I hope you guys give it a, a listen, and yeah, that's it. Thank you again so much, Dallas, for having me. I really yeah. appreciate it. It's been great. And if you could end the podcast by a prayer, that would be awesome. Oh, sure, absolutely. Uh, Father God, we thank you for this day. We thank you for this time to um, just speak to you and and really just give give our thoughts and our cares to you, Lord. We thank you for Dallas and him um, bringing me onto this show. We thank you for his podcast in general and everything that he's doing. Lord, we ask that you bless him, bless the work of his hands, and I'll continue to use him as a vessel and instrument for your glory. Um, we ask that you be with the listeners, Lord. Uh, bless them as they go about their days, their daily lives. Bless their families. Um, allow uh, Dallas and everything that he's doing and also everything that myself and other members of the body of Christ are doing to really be a blessing to others and um, to really just bring people closer to you and bring people to you in general, Lord. So uh, we just thank you for this day. And again, we thank you for the platforms that you've given us to be uh, witnesses of who you are and be vessels and instruments for your glory. So we love you, Lord. We thank you and we praise your name. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. You've just listened to the Faith and Family Fellowship Podcast with your host, Pastor Chris Busher. Faith and Family Fellowship Podcast was recorded live in studio with final editing made before uploading. Subscribe today to Faith and Family Fellowship Podcast on iTunes or Google Play. For more fantastic daily content, visit Pastor Chris Busher online via Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram. Don't miss the next episode on Faith and Family Fellowship Podcast.